Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. Our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. I do not want this country at the mercy of four or five big banks. It's perfect for them. This is what they've been wanting all season. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Greg Gillespie. Some New Yorkers who avoided the Buffalo blizzard of Christmas week will have the most snow you've seen all year. Well, it's going to turn out to be the biggest winter storm of the season to date as a nor'easter churning the waters east of Virginia heads north, bringing with it heavy, dense, wet snow and wind. Enough snow and wind that uh, could result in the disruption of travel and power for some folks, especially in central New York and eastern southern tier areas of New York. Meanwhile, Kevin Williams, our family life meteorologist, says our Pennsylvania listeners will see two to eight inches of snow, the higher snowfalls and the more weather-related problems the further you go into northern and eastern Pennsylvania. Further forecast details on the way in just minutes. After a California bank focused on high-tech innovation closed its doors last week, New York-based Signature Bank was placed into receivership this weekend. Americans can rest assured that our banking system is safe. Your deposits are safe. Let me also assure you we will not stop at this. We'll do whatever is needed. President Biden said there will be no need for taxpayer bailouts. California Representative Maxine Waters is on the House Banking Committee. I don't think we want to stop innovation, uh, but I do think uh, that we have to be very concerned about risk and whether or not in an effort uh, to help out uh, that we don't create the, uh, the, the kind of risk uh, that we have experienced. The Silicon Valley Bank in California funded a lot of tech sector startups. While the assets of the closed banks, one in California, one in New York, are likely to be purchased by a big corporation, Congresswoman Waters says the consolidation of the banking industry does not serve America well. I'm not interested in more mergers. I'm not interested at all. I do not want this country to be a country that's at the mercy of four or five big banks. I want our regionals and I want our small banks uh, to be properly capitalized. I want them uh, not to take risks. To put things into perspective, there are 4,200 banks insured by the FDIC. Two of them have been taken over by regulators. The images of undocumented people coming across America's southern border are usually people standing politely in line, waiting patiently to board a bus, to processing stations, or temporary shelters. The view was significantly different at El Paso, where an estimated 1,000 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, ran to cross a bridge to enter the U.S. Fox correspondent Brooks Singman. The border crisis continuing to grow under the Biden administration as the southern border sees over 870,000 migrant encounters so far this fiscal year. That's a 29% increase from the same time last year. A group of at least a 1,000 Sunday rushed the bridge linking Mexico with El Paso. Law enforcement encounters at the southern border have jumped 29% more than this time last year. Opposition to the president's lack of border enforcement is bipartisan and growing. If the administration does go down this path, I am afraid that the president will become the asylum denier-in-chief. Bob Menendez is a Democratic senator from New Jersey. It's feared that as many as two dozen migrants 
adults lost their lives when two boats involved in a human smuggling operation sank off the coast of California. Crews are combing the area near Black Beach in San Diego, where they were able to retrieve eight bodies from the water, but darkness and thick fog hampered their efforts. San Diego Fire Rescue says there's a large debris field. Authorities say panga-style vessels are often involved in the smuggling operations that come ashore in that area. I'm Jackie Quinn. Western sanctions to punish Russia for its military assault on Ukraine have not yet made an impact on daily life for the general public in Russia. Karen Chamas has our report. There's no mass unemployment, no plunging currency, and no lines in front of failing banks. However, with sanctions on fossil fuels now taking effect, a change may come. Some economists believe the new sanctions will weaken Russia and Ukraine. Other experts think Russia isn't likely to run out of money this year, but instead will face a slow slide into years of economic stagnation. A New York grand jury today was to hear from an attorney who used to work for presidential candidate Donald Trump. CBS reporter Robert Costa on lawyer Michael Cohen's arrival in New York City. Prosecutors are investigating hush money payments Cohen says he facilitated on Trump's behalf during the 2016 campaign. Cohen's appearance comes after Trump was invited to testify, but Cohen says that he does not expect his former boss to show up and discuss the payments made to adult film star Stormy Daniels. Trump could face a possible indictment over how his company expensed the payments. The charge against Trump, if it comes, is likely to be just a misdemeanor unless it's considered hiding another crime. Inconsiderate at least, and horrifying to many, Comments about aborting babies by a Democratic Party official have cost him his job. Michael Hugo was chairman of the Framingham, Massachusetts Democratic Committee when he appeared at a city council meeting and essentially suggested that it would save a lot of money if more disabled babies were aborted. Hugo said, quote, if a doctor misdiagnoses a birth defect, our school budget will have to absorb the cost of a child in special education. Outrage followed and Hugo first apologized and now has stepped down. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Still to come on this Monday edition of your 5 o'clock report, dangerous dietary supplements, especially quiet, quiet hours at a New York library, and milestones everywhere, all at once. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. The call for tonight, cloudy with occasional snow, some mixed raindrops, according to an interview for some, low temperatures, 20s and low 30s. Snow tomorrow and tomorrow night will be dense and wet and fall heavily at times and still blown by the wind on occasion. Maximum accumulations could exceed a foot over the higher elevations of south-central New York and New York's eastern southern tier, a tapering to a couple three inches near Lake Erie. Temperatures peaking in the low to mid-30s. Wednesday, variable clouds, sunshine and flurries, and high temperatures in the 30s. Thank you, Kevin. And now more of what's happening where you live. Not everyone is disappointed with a major March snowstorm. CBS forecaster Craig Allen says skiers and ski resorts will delight in the foot to foot and a half of snow coming this week. It's perfect for them. This is what they've been wanting all season. Plenty that do love spring skiing and spring skiing conditions. Now, unfortunately, this is going to be a very heavy, wet snow. So the resorts will have to do a lot of grooming after this is gone. Getting to those resorts may be a little tough, as much of central and southern New York and northern and eastern Pennsylvania will have some real road troubles tomorrow into tomorrow night. 
Self-defense, the decision by the Erie County, New York District Attorney, his decision on the stabbing death of Buffalo State student Tyler Lewis. DA John Flynn says Lewis's stabbing was in self-defense after a drug deal that went wrong between a dealer and Lewis and his friends. And then a fight broke out in the car. And then once the fight broke out in the car, the other four now join in. Prosecutors say that Lewis had a large knife and $1,800 in counterfeit money on him. Lewis's mother says the DA's office is lying about the evidence in the case and not being transparent. His mother, Raquisha, says she is not done fighting for her son. I'm going to get justice. I promise. Raquisha Lewis was interviewed by WIVB. Pregnant women in Pennsylvania are three times more likely to suffer a fatal medical condition if they are black. Governor Shapiro has announced plans to find out the root causes of Pennsylvania's high maternal mortality rate. A 2022 report from a committee which reviews all maternal deaths in the Commonwealth found that Pennsylvania had an overall pregnancy-associated mortality ratio of 82 deaths per 100,000 live births. Governor Shapiro's proposed spending plan for the next fiscal year that starts July 1 would allocate $2.3 million to expand existing maternal health programming and prevention strategies aimed at reducing the Commonwealth's maternal mortality rate. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks much, Terry. If you are a medical professional, a free health care clinic later this month wants to hear from you this week. Really, if you have any kind of certification in healthcare services, such as if you're a dentist, a hygienist, optometrist, nurse, doctor, we are looking forward to you considering volunteering with us. Hannah Claudi is with Remote Area Medical, which is working with Penn State to offer free medical, vision, and dental care to anyone who needs it. We anticipate like about 200 more people, members of the community that are going to be healthcare providers and general volunteers. We anticipate having a couple hundred patients come through over that weekend. Free clinic will be at the Center County Elementary School March 25th and 26th. Going to the library after school is off the books in Buffalo, at least till further notice. The main branch of the Erie County New York Public Library now will close at 3 p.m. instead of staying open until 7 Library leaders say there's been a drastic increase in physical altercations among young people inside the library. A new warning from the FDA about your health and safety. A dietary supplement, Tia Neptine, can be purchased at convenience stores as a way to relax. But Dr. Kirsten Smith with the National Institute on Drug Abuse says that product is linked to hundreds of overdoses and deaths. Many people who do become addicted are experiencing what they describe as extremely painful opioid-like withdrawals. They are saying the Tianeptine withdrawal is actually as bad as, if not worse, than some of the opioids they've tried. Tianeptine comes in brightly colored bottles and has gained a nickname among healthcare officials as gas station heroin. Next at five, today's family life hometown is Oneida County, New York. Oneida County History Center Executive Director Rebecca McLean says the Oneida Indian Nation played a key role there, then and now. The Oneida Nation is still here today and we owe a lot to them. The Erie Canal played a key role in the area's growth. The canal goes east-west across the state, connecting Albany to Buffalo. And from Albany, it's easy to get down the Hudson River to New York City. So you're really connecting with the Erie Canal in New York City to the Great Lakes. McLean tells our Mark Webster the area gave this nation one of its vice presidents. 
James Schoolcraft Sherman was a Utica native here and involved in local politics before rising through the ranks to become vice president under William Howard Taft. Oneida area has also been strategic in the state from the beginning. A lot of it has to do with our geography, our locations, the natural waterways that were originally travel routes. Everybody wanted access to these. We were an advantageous place geographically. Many new nations coming into the area wanted this territory. You can hear our full conversation with the director of the Oneida History Center on our Family Life News podcast. Two Mondays a month, it's Family Life Hometowns, which we also air in full on the radio during our noon report. Now it's time for your market report, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Dave Margolotti. Stocks ended a volatile trading session today mixed in the wake of the closure of Silicon Valley Bank by U.S. regulators. Financials suffered as fear spread across the banking industry, leading to a large sell-off and leading to losses within the S&P 500. President Biden announcing this morning that U.S. taxpayers who are Silicon Valley Bank customers will not suffer losses. As a result of the closure of that bank, the Dow was down 91 points, the Nasdaq gained 50, the S&P 500 dropped 6. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, Kevin Williams tells you about what snow is coming to Pennsylvania and New York. And we'll also look at breakthroughs in Hollywood for Asian Americans. The 5 o'clock report continues on Family Life. Martin Luther said, I have held many things in my hands and I have lost them all. But whatever I have placed in God's hands, that I still possess. I am Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. It's something we all need to learn, that God's will for us is not more things, but a closer relationship with Him. In Luke 12, Jesus tells us the Father will provide all that we need. Seek His kingdom, and these things will be added to you. And in 1 John 2, we're told, Do not love the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. It's fine to enjoy God's blessings, but don't let material things push Him aside. God alone wants to meet your needs and give you peace and fulfillment. Connect with a certified Kingdom Advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. The call for tonight, cloudy with occasional snow, some mixed raindrops, according to an interview for some. Low temperatures, 20s and low 30s. Snow tomorrow and tomorrow night will be dense and wet and fall heavily at times and still blown by the wind on occasion. Maximum accumulations could exceed a foot over the higher elevations of south-central New York and New York's eastern southern tier, a tapering to a couple three inches near Lake Erie. Temperatures peaking in the low to mid-30s. Wednesday, variable clouds, sunshine and flurries, and high temperatures in the 30s. Kevin will keep you updated on how this storm develops tonight and throughout the day tomorrow. Finally at 5, it didn't win everything everywhere, but it's been called an absurdist comedy drama, and it's a major winner at Hollywood's Oscars. The biggest news about everything, everywhere, all at once, in addition to winning seven Oscars among its 11 nominations, is a breakthrough among ethnic barriers. Kehi Kwan gave up his dreams of being an actor two decades ago because he couldn't foresee enough opportunities for Asian Americans in Hollywood. He did recently circle back to that career and Kwan's dream. 
came true. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp. And somehow, I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. This is the American dream. Kehi Kwan, on the ABC Oscars broadcast, won the Supporting Actor Academy Award. The Asian majority cast accomplished something that hasn't been done since 1976, one film that took three out of the four Best Actor trophies. In 95 years of the Academy Awards, only three movies have done that, A Streetcar Named Desire, Network, and now Everything Everywhere all at once. And that's the world we live in this Monday, March 13th, 2023. Thanks for coming along for the five o'clock report. I'm Greg Gillespie, Family Life News.